You're listening to the 12 Days of Crusade Miss 2022, brought to you by the Long Box Crusade. Six Hercules are herking. Hello, and welcome to the sixth day of the 12 Days of Crusademus for 2022, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. The 12 Days of Crusademus is our gift to the podcast community to celebrate the holiday season. And we're celebrating this joyous season by sharing with you some comic book titles that may have gotten by you in the past. Each of the 12 Days of Crusademus will bring you a hidden gem of a comic series, Brought to you either by one of our Holly Jolly co-hosts or one of our podcast celebrity guests. Until we get all the way to December 25th, Christmas Day. I'm your host for the sixth day of Crusademus, Jason Albrick, the Christmas Weasel. And here are the three jolly old elves joining me for today's unwrapping. And we're going to go ahead and kick it off with our founder. You know him. You love him. DJ Cristados, Pat Sampson. Pat, Mary, day six of the 12 days of Crusade, Miss. How are you today, sir? Well, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling kind of leapy, excited. We're six days in. That's, you know, another six more to go, and then it's Christmas time. I can't wait. But I want to tell you guys, I want to continue on on my reading of the Twas the Night Before Crusade, Miss. And I'm sure you guys are just itching to hear the rest of it, right? A little bit more, right? That's what brings us. I am itching, but it is not from the anticipation of this. It has to do with Mary Jane. Oh. No, don't. No, no. No, <laughs> Disregard. You spoke her name, man. It's like Candyman. You say it three times and she appears. No, see. Let me get to my story here. Where we left off, there was some whistling and shouting outside. And I'll go into the next thing that we heard. Now, Jared. Now, Jason. Now, Delvin and Clinton, on Rick, on Kathy, on Joe, on Alan, on Maggie, and on Jonathan. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. There's more to come. Stay tuned. Oh, boy. Leaving us at the cliffhanger again. I tell you what. (laughs) All right. Well, that is Pat. And uh, let's just move it around here to my brother. Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist, Christmas something, something probe, probe. Yeah, Christmas probe. <laughs> you sure you want to go we, with that? We haven't told that with HR yet. We'll just say death probe. How are you doing, Jared? Oh, man, I'm bundled up on this cold December day, wishing each one of you a Merry Christmas. I had a Christmas joke ready. Get to the you joke. Know, I got a bad Christmas joke, but Chris Walken asked if he could ask a quick question. He's here today, so I'm going to bring Chris in for just a quick question. Fellas, I'm wondering if with my lease and all that, can I bring it? I have like a herd of cows. It's like seven or eight cows. Can I keep those here on the property? Is that okay with you? Cristados, you run things. Can I keep my cows here? Yeah, I'm fine. I I think we could. You're not keeping your cows here, Chris. Now, come on. But I'm happiest with my cattle. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, you dumb bastards. Thanks, Chris. You want to hear the joke I had? No. (laughs) It's short. Nope. I, it's a thinker. It's going to make you nope. think. 
I'm tantalizing Go you. Go for it. Okay. Just all right. All right. How does Christmas Day end? How does Christmas Day end in a Y? Correct. Oh, my goodness. That's, a, that's the first one we've gotten right. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the guess with the cattle joke seems pretty good. <laughs> he warmed me up with a cattle joke, so, like, my brain is firing on all cylinders. Speaking of people with brains firing on all cylinders, let's pass it over to Delvin, the dark web, Williams. Oh, Merry Christmas to you, Jason. And like, I don't know. After those two jokes, I probably uh, shouldn't go into mine, but, I, I mean, it's my joke, and I have to. So here goes. I hope you appreciate the gift that I have given you, like you all, it took a lot of effort. I had to go up to Minot, North Dakota, where they have the ICBMs. And I had to take the devices that they used to carry around those ICBMs from place to place. Now I have hung them all around the studio. It's it's, it's mistletoe, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, got it, got it. And you, it's ICBM, it's like a And then like you would tow it did like the heavy, alter, I thought, and you, and you use it to carry like the. <sighs> so far, this cattle joke is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, well now that that's out of the way, you all know who I am. We can pass it on to. Eh, eh, eh. Excuse me, I'm sorry, but you know we are six days out from this party. You guys are falling behind, Pat. Yes, Mary Jane. Somebody brought some GD ICBM tow things up here, and there's got to be some lights around them now. They can't I'll just ask be the guys to help out. No lights? Yeah, I'll ask, I'll ask the guys to help. It's been a few years. I think they all don't. Those guys aren't again. helping? What are you, slow? Get out there. Do your Pat DJ Cristados thing. You just oh, twirl right. around up those ICBM tubes and make sure that they're sparkling. And I want, I want those winky lights. Not the solids. I want the winky lights so people can see it. Say okay. it. Winky lights, winky lights, yep. All right, all right. Jared, yes, do you get with the attorney? Hmm? Do you get with the attorney? Yeah. Yes, that's done deal. All right, so all parties assigned. Yep. Okay, because I go. don't want no shenanigans from Ruth and Darren. Mm-mm. That Ruth has got a temper. Yes. And a yes. right hook. I've, I've experienced it. Took three of us to get her out last time. Three. <laughs> We're Speaking good to go. of, Delvin. Yes. You're in charge of security. I need at least two bodyguards because something tells me mm-hmm. that legal document ain't going to hold up once that liquor starts flowing. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's true. That's All true. right. People security. Get when liquor goes. Security yeah. of both got it. entrances and exits. Weasel Scout. You got it. You're useless. Just do your thing. Just just do whatever it is you do. And uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here we There's go. an extra guy here. Who's this gentleman with that with that salt and pepper beard over here? What's your name, sir? Paul Spataro. What was it before you changed it? <laughs> That's to me, Sean. Scene. <laughs> God bless. I'm happiest with with my cattle. Where's my cattle? <laughs> <laughs> I was telling All my right. joke. I, I came up with that. Sorry. You know how she gets, man. It's like, and it, it, the closer it gets to Christmas, she'll be fine after Christmas. She'll come down. Why does she do all this planning and then 20 minutes into the celebration she passed out anyway? <laughs> she never knows what happens. It's a fair point. Anyway, joining us today around the fireplace is Paul Bidabub Spataro from the Two True Freaks Podcast Network with shows such as Back to the Bins and Is It Jaws? Welcome, Paul. Good to be here. We're glad to have you, but... I'm dying to know, what do you have gift-wrapped in that stocking? Well, as you heard in the singing intro, today is Six Hercules A-Herking, which means we're unwrapping... 
Hercules, Volume 2, Number 1, from Marvel Comics in 1984. This is a series that came out from uh, Bob Layton's... You know, it, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Bugs Bunny playing the Gas House Gorillas, because it's like writing the series, Bob, Bob Layton. Drawing the series, Bob Layton. Inking the series, Bob Layton. This is definitely his brainchild, and he took this and, and ran with it. He did one series, one mini series, which I know you covered a couple of years ago during the Crusade Miss uh, countdown. And I had suggested that one to Pat, and he was like, ah, 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 we did that already. So I went to volume two because he continued it. I've just always loved the character of Hercules, to be honest with you. I think I I had first gotten issues when I started going for back issues. I had gotten issues from Thor and I got a big kick out of the character right from the start. At least for me, what I think totally gets the character is something that wasn't him. If you watch the Brave and the Bold cartoon, when they had Aquaman on, that was Hercules. (laughs) Yes. And that's totally his personality. And he's like the perfect character to test and have comic relief at the same time, which is exactly what Bob Layton does with this. I thought it was a perfect choice to go forward with, even though I had to kind of alter it slightly. Have any of you uh, read this particular volume before? Jared? No, sir. Only exposure was the Crusademus before with that version. And then I read the more modern versions when he kind of took over the Hulk book. Right. Yeah. It became the Incredible Herc. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. But this particular one? No, sir. Never read it. Jason, how about you? No, same. I mainly know Hercules, the character from Avengers. I've read Avengers a lot, and there was that run in the 80s that he was a prominent character in. So that's where I know my Hercules from. Yeah, they did great with him because they had that the siege thing on the mansion with him and all of that, and mm-hmm. you know some some real good stuff. How about you, Pat? Just that time in Crusademus, I believe, was the last I read of it. You know, I may have when I was younger, but it's just one of those things. I remember the covers, but I can't remember any much of the story. How about you, Delvin? Come on, give me some. Well, I will, I will continue to disappoint. Uh, this is, other than Crusademus, this is all that I've read of Hercules, except just like Jared, when they turned Hulk for a quick time into the Incredible Hurt, which I did enjoy, by the way. It was, uh, and I think I, I got a little bit more Hercules experience as well uh, when Ares joined the Thunderbolts. So I got to see a little bit of Hercules there as well. Did Ares join the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers? There you go, Dark Avengers, even though I think they masqueraded as the Thunderbolts for a quick time. But yes, it was more Dark Avengers than it was Thunderbolts. I can only hope the exposure to this issue will make you guys want to read some more, which I guess is the whole purpose of why we're here today anyway. So this is Hercules, Prince of Power, Volume 2, Number 1. It has a cover date of March of 1984. It was actually released during a crusade mistime because it was December 13th of 1983. And once again, Bob Layton did like everything. The story is titled My Love is Green. And the story is as follows. Rebel forces have seized an asteroid mining colony and leading the charge of the planetary peacekeeping force is Hercules, who has been banned from Olympus in order to learn humility. The government troops take to the offensive behind Hercules with a Regellian recorder in the leadership role. As Hercules bursts in, the troops surrender, despite the bravado of their commander. The recorder then outs the rebel leader as a scroll. And word comes that a friend of our star was critically wounded. We witness his sad passing, and Hercules reminisces about their friendship. Somewhere in Orion, we join Hercules and the recorder on his space chariot as they head to a spaceport. Shortly after landing, Hercules' cosmic steeds have 
injured an official on the ground. Hercules is approached by Officer Tyne Prentice from Customs, and she shows a knack for handling the beasts. And although she needs the recorder to clear Customs, she flirts with Hercules and lets them pass. Hercules goes to the Hotel Nebulon, where he sees a woman that I could have easily mistaken for Mary Jane Watson or Jean, Jean Grey in a stripper outfit, but Hercules' inner monologue reveals that he doesn't want to deprive her of the presence of the Lion of Olympus. But she couldn't care less. Meanwhile, in the halls of Olympus, Zeus is confronted by Ares, god of war, who complains about the freedom that is tolerated for lowly humans. In response, Zeus reduces Ares to dust. Back in the spaceport, in Hercules' quarters, the recorder and Officer Prentice return. But Herc is more interested in the space diva that he encountered earlier. He gives chase only to find a beggar. He leaves and is shortly followed by that same diva. He returns to the recorder and the officer, but now has offended her as well. They come upon a fashion show starring Shasha the Space Diva. But when he tries to woo her, the recorder outs her as a Skrull. Skippy the Skrull, to be exact. He tells how he worked as a maintenance worker for the Skrull Empire, but was eventually retired to a termination center. Instead, he opted to escape and became Sasha the fashion model. Although Hercules forgives, the crowd is not quite so sympathetic and goes on the offensive. Hercules crashes through what they think is an exit into a dressing room. The scroll morphs into a tentacled beast to scare off the crowd, and Officer Prentice lets them make their escape despite their disorderly conduct, and they seal it with a kiss. The kicker is a shot of Zeus and Pluto discussing how the gods of Olympus shall die, and the story is to be continued. So what we have is kind of a cool combination of comedy and intrigue and adventure and again this totally made it for me but i'm curious to know what you guys think so let's go around the table again this time we'll start with pat what did you think well you've kind of said a lot there right at the end about what this all brings together and i'm gonna give you about three highs here real quick one the artwork in this is just really eye-catching and was a joy to look at two it was the characters that were being developed here, the comedy, the, I want to say, heartfeltness in here, as I'm sure Jason will get to eventually, and the adventure. It had all of that going on here and reminded me of the first issue we read in from volume one. And I'm like, oh yeah, I was wondering what happened to these guys. And it's like getting the gang back together. You get the goofy gang back together and you're adding some more comedy to it with Skippy and all that. And so I was like, oh, I really want to see where this adventure goes. And just Hercules is just so kind of fun, that, that goofy fun guy to kind of watch. He's strong and but yet he's smart, but yet he's kind of aloof too. So, um, and then the recorder is the straight guy. It was a fun issue to read through and remind me how much I liked the first volume as well. I think the recorder, you know, lets them throw as much exposition in as they could possibly want, which kind of helps to move the story along when he needs to. All right, Jared, what'd you think? Didn't read it. Well, that was quick. No, I'm kidding. That was <laughs> classic joke brought back. It was excellent. I really felt like it was two books in one almost because you had a fairly serious story about the death of his friend at the front end of it. And then it got very comical in the second half. And I thought that was kind of neat to kind of see that perspective of because he's like, man, we've only been like to Hercules. He's like, oh, but a mere moment of friendship. And the dude's like, we've been friends for 40 years. <laughs> you know, it's all about perspective. Right. So that was that was interesting and heartfelt. And I was also kind of um, surprised by this is flash forwarding quite a bit into the future. I think it said it was like 32 something in our years. This is like a story. I think it was, 20, it was in the 2300s. 
Okay. I think. Regardless, it's like beyond even current continuity. It's something that Hercules will do in the far distant future, I guess. And so it was kind of neat. And and then, like you guys said, it's it's uh, very funny. I really like the recorder. <laughs> I like uh, Hercules's self-centeredness. Like, she shouldn't be deprived the pleasure of hanging out with Hercules. Like, he's... <laughs> So it just has a fun and adventurous vibe to it. And it had that kind of serious poignant moment at the front too, which Bob must have really been into his first miniseries as well, because the second I started reading it, I started remembering things from the first miniseries. So it's all well anchored. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. I think it's hard to get that balance. And and this is... A, a rare issue that does it so I think that's really cool but before I assume you all agree with me Delvin what did you think I think it's risky anytime that you give any one person that much power over any one character or group of characters there's a risk in that I'm, I'm looking at you John Byrne and Spider-Man <laughs> Um, you know what? Uh, that we're not here to talk about that. But Bob Layton did a really good job here. I cannot complain about anything that he did with Hercules. I everyone mentioned the serious moments, and what I'm thinking about now is we are at an age. It's a glorious age that we've been in for about the last 20 years or so, where there's a very high possibility that a comic book character that you like could be on the silver screen, or it could be on Disney Plus, you know, or TV screen. So I read this and I was kind of thinking just the general idea of having Hercules plus the recorder would be really, really good for like a six episode series if they did that on Disney Plus. Because a lot of that came across as swashbuckling and people like swashbuckling, right? And and Hercules is that larger than life character who, you know, he's immortal. He's never going to die. You've got that arch enemy in Ares who was just, well, he was there. Clearly, he gets better. and then, But Zeus, the dad, who, oh my goodness, I mean, that was probably, I mean, it was so funny seeing Ares come at him and pretty much like, yeah, and we're just acting like women, 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 women. <laughs> and Zeus was like, oh, no, you didn't. And freaking turn on the dust, just all oh, man. So Zeus was a great, you know, looming threat of whatever the heck that he's gonna plant. So if you're thinking about this in like breaking it down into how they do a TV series, you kind of got a good one here. And that is a very good compliment as to what Bob Layden put down, especially since this was what, 85, you said? No, 84. 84, 84 seconds about 40 freaking years ago that this came out and you could almost just pretty much pluck that right from the page, boop, put it right in a TV show and everyone would be very highly entertained by it. What's the sound so, effect for plucking it and putting it in a TV show? Boop. Got it. <laughs> Now, I hadn't even really even thought about this as as a live action vehicle, but boy, you know, now that you're talking about it, I'm thinking, how did I not think of that? So I'm totally on board with that. I would be watching that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I was just reading it and thinking that too. Go ahead, Jared. I was going to just say, actually, the only question I would have is who you who do you cast as Hercules? That's what I was about to say. My, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing too. I'm like, what were you thinking, Paul? I think you got to go with an unknown. I think you put okay. somebody up there who you're going to recognize, and that's going to take the whole I was, magic out of it. I thought muscular, but can still do really good comedy. And I thought Channing Tatum because he owns me in the 21 Jump Street movies, or John Cena actually can be very funny as well. Those are two big guys that can pull off comedy. I think either one can pull off the part. I think John Cena right now is probably too recognizable. So uh, how about you, Jason? What'd you think of it? 
I was concerned when, as Delvin said, when I saw Bob Layton had his pretty much a total Bob Layton project. I'm always a little skeptical when artists try to write their own series. It just a lot of times doesn't work. But I have to admit, Bob, for the most part, pulled it off. The fellas hit most of the high points, and I'll get into them a little bit more when we score it. But just to bring it home, there was just a good mix of humor and there were some pretty heavy moments as well. And it kind of left me at the end thinking, how immature do you have to be to live that long and still be <laughs> just that, that aloof and shallow? Well, we're still like, working on it, Jason. We're, pre- we're doing pretty good at it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> We're the mortal version of Hercules. <laughs> we're, we're, we're grown men doing podcasts, Jason. Talking about comic books. Come on. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Comment stricken, <laughs> stricken from the record. But yeah, no, I, th- I just thought it was beautifully drawn. It was a good read. It had, uh, it had all the elements of a good story. And Delvin brings up a good point. I mean, essentially, it's kind of like Thor Ragnarok in a way. You're introducing some interesting new characters. And I like the fact that it's set in the future because he doesn't have to be tied down by the legacy or any current storyline that Captain America is going through or Spider-Man is going through. He can just create new characters, bring in certain immortal characters, perhaps. But for the most part, he's got smooth sailing and just a blank canvas to do whatever he wants going forward and he kicked it off pretty well so i'd be interested to see what happens next yeah, you know I, I i met up with bob layton at new york comic-con about i don't know about six or seven years ago when he was sketching something you know for, for someone I, I don't even remember what he was drawing but uh it seemed to me like everybody that came up to him was iron man and when I brought up, we didn't go in depth, but I just brought up that I, I loved his Hercules series. And he kind of lit up for a second, like, hey, somebody rec- somebody, somebody recognizes me for something other than Iron Man. So, that, you know, that was a kind of a cool moment. I guess now it's time to rate your interest in the series using the official Crusademus candy scale. On a scale of 1 to 12 candy canes, 12 being extremely interested and 1 being no interest at all, how many candy canes would you rate your interest in pursuing more issues of this title? Delvin? Man, I'm first. Every time I'm first and I rate, everyone else rates higher, and then I look like the curmudgeon of the group. You know? He's catching on. on. He's catching on. That's the plan. You got it. <laughs> I could be like, I- I'm going to give this a 12. He's like, you know, I'm just going to make an exception. I'm going to give this 14 candy cakes. Like, that's not even on the scale. And, 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 and that's what happened. You know what's going to happen is if you if you give it 14, everybody else is going to give it two. So you're still going to look like the outlier. <laughs> I would live with that because I'd be the positive guy. And then I just look at everyone with scorn. Nobody I, would give a single digit candy cane. You'd have to be a total, <laughs> total Scrooge to do that. And a bah humbug to you. Okay. All right. Rating. I'm going to give it a 10. Very good. I had the other Hercules series in mind when I read this, and this one took a little bit off of the silliness and comedy and then added just that really good element of drama to where you're like, hmm, what is Zeus going to do? And you saw, you know, Ares, you know, on a pile of dust, but then you saw Zeus talking to Pluto. It's like, there's like, anytime Pluto's involved, something, something nefarious is going on there that we didn't quite get to. We got most of the swashbuckling going on. So 
really, really good, really intriguing, and I enjoyed it. So, 10. Pat, what'd you think? I'm in the camp with Delvin. Definitely at a 10. It had humor. It had heart. It had adventure. Swashbuckling again, as Delvin had said. I really enjoyed it. And if I find these in some bins anywhere or, or anywhere, who knows? Maybe wherever I were at con somewhere, I will definitely go looking for these. Great. Jared, what about you? Well, I use a uh, four-part scale called Laughter, Emotions, Visual Stimulation, and Drawings. And I'm just kidding. That's synonyms for what Jason's going to do. Uh, I rate it on a scale of like, am I going to run out and buy every issue so I can get it hardbound? That'd be a 12 versus a, a zero or a one would be like, I'm in a quarter bin and I'm like, I'll stay. <laughs> No, thank you. And to say all that is to just say, I agree with Delvin and Pat. I was really thinking a 10, which means even dollar bin. If I'm in a dollar bin flipping, I'm like, oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. I'm going to pull them just because I know how much fun they are. So anyway, we are at 310. Jason, what do you say? Well, doing the humor, heart, spectacle, and art, I gave the humor a two. I chuckled uh, in a couple places. I groaned. I couldn't take not one more steroid joke. I think that was getting a little played out. But overall, it was there were some good laughs to be had there. Heart, we talked about it. There was just some good heart at the beginning. The death of his friend, how it puts everything into perspective. And, uh, and we talked about the threat of Zeus. I thought all that earned this one a two and then spectacle i give that one a full three i just think that it opens up with a lot of action there's some great chases the settings just look spectacular which leads us into the art category so i'll give three for spectacle and i'll give three for art as well because man it's just really wonderfully drawn uh inked and colored you could tell this was a true labor of love and i appreciate that so that lands me on 10 candy canes as well and because i reward enthusiasm i'm gonna throw another candy cane on the pile for you since it's christmas and give you 11 candy canes Paul. Ooh. I'm going to just kind of join in with all you guys. I agree totally. And I think the biggest thing about this, and one of the things that I talk about when I do Back to the Bins, is if I do a first issue like this, does it make me want to pick up the second? And I think absolutely. That's the way I walked away from this. So I definitely recommend anybody pick this up. I'm right there with, with Jared saying I'm going to, you know, dollar bin. Even I would even go $2 bin on this one. As I mentioned earlier, I'm a little cheap about these things. So $2 is a big investment in an I'm old with comic. You. I'm with you. Yeah. So I'm totally on. <laughs> on board and there's you know the, the first series of this as well and then we were talking before about the incredible herc i'd recommend all of that stuff to people i think this character is just a fun character pretty much no matter who who wrote or drew him Layton owns the character but everybody else does well with him too so i definitely recommend people pick it up all right well that will wrap up day six of the 12 days of crusademus We'd love to hear from you if you're familiar with any of the comics we cover here on the show. Or if you gave one of our recommendations a try, let us know what you think about it. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Longbox Crusade. You can also email us at contact at longboxcrusade.com. And if you want to go old school, pick up the phone. Call us at 707-532-5269. That's 707 532 L box, fellas. Pick up, Pick up the, phone. the phone. And if you're loving Crusademus and didn't get a chance to listen last year, or you just want to hear more Crusademus, if you scroll far enough back on our feed, you can find all the episodes from Crusademus Past 2021, 2020, 2019, 2018, or even 2017. We've got a lot of content out there for you, folks. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to come back tomorrow to find out what next gift is from under the tree here in the festively decorated Longbox Crusade Studios. Thanks for having me, fellas. I wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and I'm feeling very festive right now, and I hope you all are too. Until next time, DJ Cristados, play one of my favorite Christmas jams. Wiggly, 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 whack. songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Outtakes. Am I supposed to sing this? Sing it. Sing it. That's how it Six Hercules are herking. All right. Good warm up. I need 20% more energy on on game time. I don't need my kids listening to that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it. Any questions? Yes, me. Can I play can I play homescapes? Like well, we nobody's gonna be able to stop can't you. Stop you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. So I looked out the window the and I was Pat. so scared because Pat came to Crusade Miss totally it's unprepared. unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, Paul. At some point, I almost guarantee you, yeah, Jason and Mary Jane Voice is gonna ask you for your name. Just tell them your name. Just say I'm Paul Spataro. Just get it over with, okay? When you just, just trust me. <laughs> I'll, 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 back I'll tr- I will trust you. Just back I probably will regret it one day. You just, just, may not show up today because I'm hosting. So yeah, we'll see. Never know. <laughs> Never know. Technically, right. I think Pluto is the Roman god of the underworld, and Hades is the is the Greek god. Okay, if you want to get technical about it. Sorry. Was that Mickey Mouse's dog? That's what I was saying. (laughs) The Mickey leave him outside, and Pluto's mad now, and and then there's always the pursues the lifelong question of how come Pluto is a pet and Goofy is a friend. But uh, really appreciate it, Paul. Good to see you.
Yeah, you too. I'm glad glad to actually, uh, you know, I've listened long enough. It's good to actually see everybody and meet everybody. See the operation at work here. <laughs> the well-oiled machine. Professional, the professionalism oh, is astounding. Yeah. <laughs> actually, as, as far as podcasting goes, this is pretty professional. I mean, <laughs> script? Come on. <laughs> Scripts are for suckers. 